Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hey guys, it is Little Miss Recap here with Trash Bag Shit Talk, uh, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, Ace and Caitlin, they need no further introduction. We're all here together today. It's Amanda, it's Amy, it's Ace, it's Caitlin. We're talking John Bonet. We are. Oh, now y'all this, are going to educate me. Here's the thing, and I, I do need to issue an apology to everyone who did spend the three hours watching this entire documentary, or not documentary, movie. Uh <laughs> Very it was terrible. Perfect murder, perfect town. And I do apologize because I know it's bad. And I, I, it's three hours, but Jean Benet Ramsey case is extremely close to my heart. And so if we disagree, I will more than likely scream at you, yell at you, call you names. Um, <laughs> just, just as a fair okay. warning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just want okay. you to know. Okay. It's our favorite murder. It. If you can say you have a favorite murder, right? I don't think we're supposed There's to say that. There's a whole that, podcast called my favorite murder. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Leo, I need you to shut up, dude. Stop <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that I, I told you guys this yesterday when we tried take one and this didn't work on my end. Um, my mother has said, you know, just like you guys, keep me alive, keep the machines going, do whatever you need to do. I am not passing on from this mortal coil until John Bonet's murder is solved. But <laughs> you could just keep her like the uh, love has one cult in the back of your car. Yeah, yeah. Or just like mother her some Christmas lights, get her some Christmas yeah. lights to be covered. In it's it not unheard of. <laughs> See, now I take a different approach than your mom, and I say that like the first thing I'm doing when I get to hell, because I'm probably not going to heaven, is mm-hmm. that I'm gonna say, "Can you tell me what happened?" Or like, "Show me where the killer is," because I'll go talk to them because <laughs> they're in hell as well. You know, like that's that's what I want to do. People talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I do want to tell everyone there are trigger warnings on this episode. I'll do it for both of our podcasts. <laughs> no, thank you. Trigger warnings. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault, child death, all the terrible things we are talking about, John Bidet. However, Amanda has a huge smile on her face when you're saying all of this. (laughs) Keep in mind, we are talking and making fun of the movie, not John Bonet herself being murdered. Let's just right. No, we would never. Exactly. Never. And we're not accusing a certain someone who likes to sue people of murder. No, these are just our theories. Oh, Burke is is running around suing people. What? Really? Oh, well, <laughs> hold on. Well, well, don't worry. Hold on a second because now we're, we're getting into disagree. some uh, hot water here. We're getting into some hot water. That's oh, what God. I'm saying okay. all all of these all of these statements are our opinions allegedly allegedly. Mm, thank <laughs> you for that. Not to us. Um, not to us. I'm a little bit... I'm assuming he's only going to sue you guys then. Yeah, because (laughs) I'm going to come to his defense. Fuck the movie. I need to know why you think this. I need to know right now. I need to know. No, no, no. I'm not weighing in. I'm just saying people are suing people over theories. So in case that theory comes forward. Anything we say is a theory. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Okay, We're not saying what our answer is yet. We're just saying. Oh, okay. we're Mm -hmm. We're all spitballing this. Well, I was just going to say that I asked you guys and everyone listening to watch this three hour awful movie (laughs) for about 30 seconds of cinematic history. And oh my God, it happens at about 18 minutes in. I sent it to somebody the other day. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that it is probably my favorite moment in a movie of all time. And that is when. We find little Johnny B and she is just stiff as a board. (laughs) Stiff as a board. And the rigor mortis is set in and John carries that poor little play school doll up the stairs. And she's like whacking her on his way up. Just like bam, bam, bam. Like God, probably half those bruises came from him carrying her upstairs. It's so clearly a doll. They didn't even try. They didn't even try. Why couldn't no. they just have the actress lay there? Like, I don't understand. Why I we feel like they so I did, I did read about that. I did oh. read about that. The mother okay. of the actor who played the little girl yes. did not want the daughter to be in the death scenes. Where did you find this information? <laughs> yeah. MDB. The mother oh. said she felt it was too dramatic, too traumatic. But I'm like, then why sign your kid up to play John Bonet? We know how it ends. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> And, and here's she's going to be known as playing John Benet Ramsey. Like, well, I don't uh, think she would be because no one else watched this. Okay. Three hours. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember it being three hours in my head. I remember being a quick hour and a half. And you could have shut movie. it off apparently after 18 minutes. Yeah, 18 minutes. We got <laughs> yeah. what we needed. You know? I shut it off probably at about an hour. I shut it off and I wrote, fuck this. I'm watching mm-hmm. a suburban nightmare. And it was from 2022. I'm so I have sorry. to admit, I sort of fell better? asleep in the middle because it was. I bad. did too. I yeah. did too. Yeah. We didn't so, quite finish it. <laughs> <laughs> None of us did our homework. No. <laughs> Suburban Nightmare was okay, but I felt like it was really heavily. It heavily favored John Ramsey because mm. he's oh. in it. He paid for it, and it starts oh, with him. It wait. starts with him being at CrimeCon. I guess he was. He was at CrimeCon. He goes oh. to CrimeCon. He went to oh, CrimeCon in on. 2022 because he's trying to – he started a petition to ask the governor to take the DNA samples that they have that weren't tested yet to be released to individual and private investigators. Okay. So he's Here's on thing. stage. 
at CrimeCon. This is the thing is that Code Adam, his dad went on to be do America's Most John Wanted. Marsh. And I, yes, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, thank you for your service. But when I hear <laughs> that John Ramsey's doing Crime Con, I, no, it doesn't sit well. <laughs> not, not in it for me. Like, no thanks. Like, I appreciate John doing his job. Yeah. But, too close to the sun for John. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. thanks. Similarly to the way O.J. Simpson should not have written the book, if I did it, this is what would have happened. If I did it, this is exactly how it would have looked. Yeah. (laughs) How hard do you think it is to get a copy of that book? Oh, I don't know. Is it still out, Amanda? O.J. I don't know. I'll look it up while we're talking. I will never forget that. I will will never forget that, hearing that verdict read. I'll never forget that. I need that. Uh, Back to the little actress who played Johnny B. Uh, she yes. her name is Diane Iandoli or something like that. She mm-hmm. did this role. She did one episode <laughs> of Law and Order, and that is then she left Hollywood. She was like, "I'm out. I can't be here anymore. Like, I can't play a dead girl." And anymore. now she's like a a chef, and and her Instagram is just full of pictures of her mills, like just tons <laughs> of mills over and over. And I'm just like, okay, you once oh. played the most adored. Well, I don't. Do we call her adored? The the child that we all know. The America's the infamous child in America. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. you're just cooking up. You left Hollywood. Come on. <laughs> okay. So you can buy, if I did it, colon confessions of the killer name mm. of the book. You can get it as an audiobook, And I was really hoping he would be one of the narrators, but alas, he is not. Uh, Cause that would be amazing. Didn't the they Goldman pass family, that law? They passed a law that you can't, profit off a of crime anymore right yeah because yeah, of I this think so. i think so oh yeah, yeah. Mm. it's so fucked up i also so i have to share something that's a little strange i discovered about john ramsey because i never understood why john benet's name was john benet because that's a weird name his name was john yeah. bennett bennett is my middle name guys oh. i'm gonna call you, you amanda benet <laughs> <Amanda Oh. Benet. laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, Bennett okay. is my middle name. Yeah, I also have a connection to John Bonet that I will reveal. Not quite as oh. uh, explicit. So when my girls were little, I have twin girls. They're seventeen now, but when they were babies and they had a poop, they would go like this with their arms <laughs> <laughs> straight up. <laughs> they play the doll. so for a long time in our house. That meant you had a poop. <laughs> we would just do joking. So now I'm like, our arms straight up. Does John Bonet just have to poop? Like postmortem poop. poop. What if she just died of poop? What if she died of too much poop? Could have been. I will say I also have a connection to Jean Benet because I don't want to be left out of this. And my connection is that when she was murdered, I was uh, six years old at the time. And I spent mm, the same age, right? Yes, we're the same age. I spent that entire holiday season just watching the news coverage on this at my grandma's house. Um, no one knew what I was doing or what I was watching. No one cared. No one paid attention. And that is my connection mm-hmm. to Jean Benet. So at six mm. years old, I got into this. I've been on the case a very <laughs> long time. But, it's when my is your first birthday? Intro, March 21st, 1990. Oh, March 16th. Oh! Um, yeah, no, she's August 6th. I was hoping you guys were actually born on the same day because that would be mm. amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. But we could have dated. No. Oh, you cool. <laughs> we have another connection is that our wedding date is on the same day that Patsy died. Yeah. Not oh, the same nice. year. Not the same year, but, but yeah. same day. Yeah. We Rest also, in peace, I also had a dog named Ramsey. <laughs> Based off of Jean <laughs> Benet. 
So it's basically six degrees of separation at this point. It's our favorite crime. It is. It's her favorite murder. So I'm wondering how we want to handle this. Do we want to lay out our theories first or do we want to talk about some of the prevailing theories around this and then weigh in? How do you guys I have an idea. Since I'm the newbie, I'll tell you everything I knew about this before I watched this cinematic you know, feet feet. oh yeah. So is all your information coming just from this beautiful movie? You no, know, I watched some other really bad thing too, and then I did a little internet research. So okay, all I okay. So you're this, you're well right. versed. I knew this little girl got fucking expert. <laughs> I knew this little girl got murdered in her house. I thought she like I thought her bedroom was on the first floor, but then I realized that was Elizabeth Smart. I think who got yeah taken her room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I knew that everyone thinks that the mother or the brother did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that they paraded her around like Aster's pet goat and she was sexualized at like three years old and it creeped me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh my, I couldn't imagine just like, what world have you been living in in which this <laughs> did not take up all of your... I know. And mo- can like- we go there? Because I want to be in a world where I'm not obsessed with a certain crime. <laughs> oh i'm obsessed with other things just not this i just i can't mm. imagine like but going i'm enjoying through, this this is my roman empire i think about jean benet at least 20 times a week like it's always on my mind also it never goes away if you notice like at the grocery store it's always like on one of those weird magazines that's like yeah. new, killer killer Still was talking found. about it yeah. Well, you know what drives me nuts is the fact that every time people will send me like every other year, it's like oh, new evidence found in the Jean Benet Ramsey case. And everyone sends it to me like they found the killer. I'm like, yeah. guys, there's like a new 2020. And it's like we didn't. Learn I've anything been new. on this merry go round for 20 something <laughs> years at this point. Like, let's nothing's going to happen. We're never going to figure it out until we all die and go. I to hell. Like, I don't think we... they're ever going to find it. And and no. part of the I, reason is I did this out real hope. That John, when John dies, Burke will say something. Oh, maybe. Um, I don't know. I did this real deep dive on the DNA. And like, I just think that they bungled the fucking DNA collection so bad. I don't think that unknown male one is even enough of a sample. Like they can't do, because people are like, why don't they call CC Miller and have her do the genealogy like she did for the, what's the killer they just called? The Golden State Killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um. But they're like, no, like the samples aren't good enough. And then I went into different types of DNA and it was way over my head and I couldn't understand it. Well, but the seems- bottom line is it's not like they don't have enough of it and it's not the right kind of DNA. And it, it and they like this crime the scene tape. was fucked from the start. Like oh, they, they, were just, fucking thing. they were moving yeah. bodies. They were letting everybody and their mother's uncle walk around this house. Like, they were mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. cleaning the kitchen. Yeah, while, Mrs. Like, White was cleaning the yeah. kitchen. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? When everything's going wrong, I just need to Windex yeah. something. I gotta Windex something around here. Like, what the fuck? My mom grew up not far from Boulder, and she knew a police officer on the case. And he said, "Like, we all know who did it, but we all like the crime scene was way too messed up. That there's nothing yeah. you can fully say that's true. So, so who yeah. did it? Okay, so Amanda, that? go yeah. back to <laughs> tell us what you've learned, what you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think, Amanda? Well, I think that Patsy was a fucking lunatic when this kid disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I don't know if it was the acting. You guys can confirm. But it was so over the fucking top oh, that I it felt ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that she is wandering around this house wailing and Burke doesn't wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems very strange. To Allegedly, me. supposedly. Allegedly, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, I feel like the dad is weird. 
I feel like John mm-hmm. is weird. There's mm-hmm. a weirdness yeah. there. I feel like Patsy's mm-hmm. super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the way they just, they even mentioned how they were going to go like meet his children the next day. Like, that's not how you say that. That felt weird. Um, I think that there was way too much of this girl prancing around looking like a little sex symbol as a small child. That mm-hmm. was weird. She had a flapper. You know that, right? A flapper? <laughs> yeah. A, a flipper. flapper is when... What is it? A, a flipper, flipper, right? A flipper. Yeah. yeah. When they put the fake, fake teeth in to cover up that a, a baby is missing a tooth, like oh, that is horrifying because that is you are clearly trying to make this kid look an older. adult, yeah. right? Ooh, mm-hmm. be creepy. Um, I'm I'm tempted to think I don't know who did it. I'm tempted to think Patsy did it. Um, but I the bedwetting thing is weird. Like kids who bedwet particularly if you go back to bed wedding that says to me that there's no like i feel like there's some trauma in this child's life before okay, she got let me let me blow your fucking mind for a minute because it wasn't oh, just pissing the bed she would full-on shit the bed like or, or they said grapefruit size grape and burke was burke would do different burke would wipe his shit all over the bathroom yeah. walls all signs mm-hmm. of sexual abuse sexual abuse mm-hmm. yeah. and you're telling me that someone broke into this house and sexually no abused these kids all the time and like nobody like someone was sexually abusing them who was it and who mm-hmm. was around them mm-hmm. all the time right like so give me a fucking break they brought Allegedly. in the the, the Boulder keeper, isn't it? I'm just kidding. The <laughs> Boulder State Police, Amanda, brought in the guy who literally wrote the guidelines for deciding if children are sexually assaulted, right? And he said yes. And like three other experts, like unimpeachable experts in this, and they all said there is absolute signs of previous sexual trauma to this kid. Oh my god, a hundred percent disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like she was sexually assaulted by somebody. And apparently this person just came in all the time through the night and left. And it was like, uh, it couldn't. No one ever noticed. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Also, there's a couple of weird things. So it's like she finds the ransom letter and it says, don't call the police. And she calls the police right away and doesn't even say, like, don't come in a marked car or like, I don't know what to do. I'm scared for you to come because like. If I got a ransom letter, I'm a parent. There's no fucking way I'm calling the police. No fucking way. I'm doing it. Don't come here. I'll meet you somewhere else. Exactly like you said, Caitlin. Yes. And I would have said, park streets away, wear regular Mm -hmm. clothes, and walk to the Mm -hmm. back of our house. They came with the sirens blaring. I'm like, really? Like, this is. And then they're like, also, let's invite our entire fucking Bible study over. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the whole neighborhood shows up at six in the morning. Does anyone need a breakfast casserole? I got a breakfast casserole. and then also and i love like like a maze like they had built onto it so there was multiple staircases there was like Mm -hmm. so many floors Mm -hmm. all this it's like someone just knew how to get in exactly where to go they found in your kitchen the notepad and the pen which i think those were in two different spots right the pen and the notepad yes sat down wrote some wrote some wrote a bible yeah, yep. wrote well, the amount of for the ransom was the same amount John Ramsey is had his as his bonus, and this yeah. man was worth millions of dollars. They could have asked, asked for, for one hundred eighteen thousand, right? Misspelled, misspelled business, but correctly spelled attaché. Yeah, <laughs> I always <laughs> somebody every, who's trying to look like they're misspelling things. Yeah, yeah. every murderer I've ever met uses attaché quite <laughs> mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Like that's. And yeah. make yeah. sure make sure you're rested. Make sure you're rested yeah. because mm-hmm. it's going to be yeah. daunting. 
and mm-hmm. three pages, mm-hmm. which three pages to me says like, you know, when someone's lying and they keep like going more and more yes. into the story. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. then also yeah. like all this, I mur- usually yeah, murderers are in and out, right? Like this is, we spent well, time here's doing the, theory. the three pages. The theory is that if it was an intruder, they mm-hmm. broke in earlier in the day and had the entire day in the house waiting for them to come home i know but still i write my ransom letter and then bring it i know but i I just people are gonna come and they're gonna say no here's they didn't just do it in one second they was waiting the whole day and so i'm saying that for everybody so let me ask you this with that theory did it snow that day so that would explain why there was no footprint well there'd still be footprints with the person leaving so i i wanted to ask a this because i seem to remember in the 2022 version they're saying that there was no sign of forced entry but i seem to remember somewhere in the zeitgeist around this case was that they had a footprint outside that basement window am i imagining that i remember something about a footprint but i felt like they were saying that it hadn't it hadn't snowed Mm. and so the footprint could have been been like anyone who was was older yeah, like could have been anyone who had been around the house. They had the maintenance time. guys. They had, you know, all that walking around all yeah. the time. And the spider webs in the basement window. Like, so that means that yes. nobody had gone through that basement. Yeah, that spider web thing. I was like, oh, yeah. you don't that. Yeah. Mm. And John said it had been broken for a long time. And they, well, that was the thing, though. The news all held on to this basement window situation because there was the suitcase lined up next to it. Like, that's how he got out, you know, and it mm-hmm. was just it's right. not they were like, no, that there's spider web. So no one came in or out through this basement window. And these people have more money than God. Why wouldn't they just fix their broken basement window? Like who the, if you have the money to fix it, who the hell leaves that just broken? Well, and, and John claimed that he got locked out of the house and had to climb in through the basement window. Like you're a, you're a rich white dude in Boulder. Just call a locksmith. You get in your house or (laughs) they said they gave the key, like they gave keys to the housekeeper, the gardener, like just call one of those people. You don't need to crawl in through a basement window. Like that's just weird. I wonder if he said that because he was trying to cover up, like they would be able to pull the shit off of him. Right. If there was any of his DNA in there. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's my theory is what if he did not get locked out, but he was actually locked out and the breaking of the window was in a fit of rage because mm. he was trying to get back into his house and Patsy was like, no, no, you can't come in here. <laughs> like she kicked his ass out and he, like, they got she locked his ass out. He's banging on the door, but he doesn't want to call police or anything because he has this crazy woman. So he goes and he breaks the window in the basement to get back in. That's a mm. great theory. That's they a great were, theory. They had a fucked up marriage. Allegedly, I believe. Okay. I was going <laughs> to ask you, no, no, no. I was going to ask you, do we have details on what their marriage was like? Because I don't no, know. No, just what I've made up in my head. Also, okay, though, so there are made people up. who would never what do you let believe that to get be out, true? you know? Like, yeah. they would cover everything up. Here's what mm. I believe happened. And actually, I'm going to speak for both of us. This is what we believe happened. Yeah. We okay. believe that John was sexually assaulting Jean Benet for years. I believe mm-hmm. that he was possibly also sexually assaulting Burke. Um, Cause I don't believe that two parents would both be sexual. I mean, I guess it could, right. happen, but I believe that right. he was sexually assaulting both children. I believe that on the night of Christmas, um, Patsy came in and caught John and got furious, got mad. She took Jean Benet and just like blind rage situation took her 
threw her ass down the stairs because there were stairs right by her room and like mm-hmm. threw her down the stairs, bashed her head. And then like it turned into this situation of, well, if you tell on me, I'm going to tell them what you were doing. And, and right. both of them ended up having That's to That's why they both had to cover it up together. And there's one so we're part- mutual assured destruction. One of them yeah. can't yes. bend. The okay. only part about that theory that I've always struggled with is why the overkill like why do the garage around her neck but i just choose to look past but i think they wanted it to look (laughs) like it couldn't have been an accident and john ramsey had covering that up because they had been in the military or something like that so he knows how to do these things i think she died from like they did say it was like trauma trauma. to her head but i think that they just did that as like oh that's what like she did not die from the suffocation yeah. she died died from blunt force trauma so this was yeah. done after the fact i yeah. just can't imagine why parents would do to make it look like step. it was someone not i know she, but it's like she I think was anyone they're crazy she was dead when they put the um so when you die when you are suffocated a certain amount of mucus comes out of your nose and your mouth right and the duct tape that was over her mouth had mucus on the inside of it. So it was placed over her before she did, like after she was dead. So whoever staged it, like clearly they yeah. put the tape on after they put the things on her wrist after like it was clearly staged. You know what I love about the fact that you just said when you die, a certain amount of mucus comes out. I'm like, oh, yeah. When you die by that. suffocation. Sure. When you die by sure. suffocation. I love that you said that, like, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Yes, we yeah, all know of that. Of course. Common knowledge. Common <laughs> knowledge. For that. Listen, listen. I went down a deep dive yesterday, and I want to give a shout out to Morbid. That podcast is great. They did a two-parter on this, and they laid okay. out everything, and it was really, really good. What was their final consensus? Who killed They won't say. They're, they're more oh. responsible than I'll say. They won't say. Oh, okay. my God. They, they don't want yeah, suit. they're like, we're going to let you decide. Well, I'm deciding today. <laughs> and I also think that like with this theory is there was there was a housekeeper who was interviewed and said like she saw the grapefruit size poops in JonBenet's bed. And she yep. said that when Patsy would have an accident, Patsy, when <laughs> when JonBenet would have an accident, Patsy <laughs> would lose her fucking mind and the night or when the police came over jean benet's bedding was in the dryer like she had had an accident that night like oh uh, the killer came over and was like oh no sweetie you had a mess <laughs> yeah. let your me help bedding. you get cleaned up before there's i kill you also- let's change the sheet like, like yeah it doesn't make any sense there's also the whole thing of like she clearly knew her killer because nobody woke up from screaming like Burke didn't wake up from screaming. There's pineapple. There's the pineapple situation. Yeah, t- let's talk oh. about the pineapple. Mm-hmm. Okay. She had First un- all, undigested pineapple in her right. stomach. Who? I'm sorry, but tell me right now this family's not fucked up because who's eating pineapple with milk as a snicky snack? Like that already Gross. is like, oh, there's a killer here. There's a killer here. Someone's a murderer here. There's a guy yeah. on TikTok who is recreating every serial killer's last meal and eating them and then deciding who had the best one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. And, he, and he did somebody, I don't know the guy's name, but somebody's last meal and the, it was pineapple dipped in mayonnaise. Ooh. Ooh. No, that's, and that's so the thing. I could have told you that. That is the, that is the, um, the treat of murderers. Now. 
I don't know. But so here's the so, thing. They said the last yeah. thing she had was the cracked crab at the Christmas party. She was asleep all, when we six came year old. What six-year-old's eating cracked crab? I mean, that's Amanda, what happens you when know you're rich, you're, you know? You know you're rich white people when your best that's friend's true. last name is... Your best friend's name is Fleet White. Okay, Fleet. They Whatever. said that she was asleep from the second... In the car, she was asleep. They came home, well, she was asleep. At first, they, they put were her like, in her pajamas. carried her upstairs asleep, but then they're like, well, she was awake when we got home. Like, the no, story they changes. didn't say that. I thought they've she, never changed their story. They've she never was changed asleep that. the entire time. Okay, I she was asleep she said that the they, entire time. And yet, mm-hmm. and the last thing she had was the cracked crab. Well, why the mm-hmm. fuck was there pineapple sitting out on the table and pineapple in her tum tum? Yeah, the killer You're telling was like, me you killer was go like, have a snack? How about, hey, girly, listen, it's your last meal. What are you thinking? <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, pineapple with milky, please. And he was like, girl, I got you. Hook it up. You know? So <laughs> no. the only fingerprints they found on the bowl of pineapple were Burke and Patsy's. Yeah. So yeah. the theory is that Burke had the pineapple. And so one of the theories is that Burke was eating the pineapple. John Bonet comes up, like wakes up like, oh, hey, give me some pineapple and milk and like takes a piece and he beats the shit out of her with a mag <laughs> flashlight. Yeah. And did they also think he beat her We're going to laugh at all of these theories. This is terrible. I'm laughing yeah. at the murder. What's that, Caitlin? I think there was also like he, people said he beat her with like a train set, right? Well, there oh, was, yeah, there was, was, there's yeah. the train track that the yeah. train track's yeah. ungone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because but she was they had previously too. they had previously Patsy had told people that he had hit Jambonet with the golf club yeah. previously, and so I believe that. that. Yeah, I, I believe, believe that. that he did. Well. I mean, because they both had serious trauma in their life. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously a kid's gonna whack his sister with a yeah. golf club. But I don't think. Yeah, he, like, I mean, little kids beat her. each other up anyway. Even when yeah. there's not fucked up stuff happening, I would beat right. my sister with a golf club today if I had one, and she pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> but not enough to kill her no and then have not enough to kill her up. i would stop i would stop short of killing her maybe i should give my girls a golf club and lock them in a room together and see who oh, comes out it's fucking thunderdome up there <laughs> see who comes out two sisters that are one one leaves so amy can um, you walk us through your theory also wait before oh. we get into the theories yes. the other weird Go thing ahead. is that john looked all over the house and then we ask him to look again, and he just happens to go straight down to the basement, into the room he didn't check before, and there she is. And the detective and said, search the house top to bottom. And, and he, he was went, like, he okay, went to the so bottom. He went straight to the bottom and, then and he right to the room. touched her all over to get his fingerprints all over her. And, and they both threw her their and bodies Patsy all over her. threw herself all over her. Oh, my baby! Oh, and my Fleet White. Fleet White had checked that room previously, but like it was like a coal room, so there were no windows in it. So he opened the door. He was fi- trying to find a light switch and couldn't. But he said, "I saw clearly in there, and there was, you know, Nothing I in there. I couldn't see anything." That's what he said. And yeah. John walks in, doesn't even and- turn the light on yet, and starts screaming and says yeah. that he saw her through the darkness. And Fleet's like, "No, no, 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 no! You didn't even Do have you the light on something yet." Something that is so yeah. fucking he knew creepy. She was in there. So when they remodeled the house. When I tell you I'm obsessed with this, I'm obsessed with this. The room where she was found is still there, but it is like cemented over. Yeah, they like mm. cemented over the door. Like it's they didn't they fill the room with cement, but it's like yeah, yeah. it's like a tomb. It's yes, yeah, it's King Tut's tomb. Like that's creepy. Let's open it up and like at least now, let it be part of the house. Do you think anybody who buys this house is obsessed with this case? Because could would you ever live in a murder house? Oh, these if two you know, weren't. You guys would. 
I, I mean, he you would live in the JonBenet for... house if you could. Oh, absolutely. No, it's haunted for sure. <laughs> if I had <laughs> Caleb's like, well, then you're on your own, no. my friend. Nobody ever stays. Like, it's always for sale. People, if I could qualify for a six and a half million dollar house, I'm there. I'm there. Like, I, and, and let me also say this about We're the house. We're working on going to see it. The yeah. house is like another character in this entire thing because it is mm-hmm. a fucking maze. And I am just like a big part for me is the house. Like I am obsessed with the house, with the layout, with the fact that like nobody would be able to get around this house just willy nilly. Yeah. They said like yeah. housekeepers and stuff were like confused all the time. Like they couldn't find. I was around. looking at the floor plans and I can't make sense of it. No. Yeah. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I can't make it's like it's weird. Yeah. Um another thing is Patsy in John's room was on the third floor, correct? Yes. Yeah. And their kids were on the second. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I still feel like if somebody came into that room and John Bonet screamed, if it was an intruder, and right. John Bonet screamed or something, Patsy, somebody would have heard it. Unless they were get, unless they got trashed at Fleet White's house, and, and they were in like one of those coma. What's happening with this house? Jesus. The neighbor said that she heard screams. Remember? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was the a neighbor, neighbor who said, "I heard screams," and. The, oh, interesting. Their dog was not home at the time because they were leaving the next day. Somebody was watching their dog. So they were like, oh, well, the dog didn't bark or anything because he wasn't here. And here's the other thing that is always a favorite point of mine is when the police showed up the next morning uh, or mm-hmm. the morning of to solve mm-hmm. this case, Patsy is wearing the exact same outfit she was wearing the night before. And everyone was like, in what world did Patsy yeah. Ramsey, this woman of elegance and class, yeah. get out of bed clothes. and be like, oh, let me put my dirty clothes back on? Or did she and why never did she put real clothes on anyway? It's like five in the morning. Why isn't she in her robe? Because yeah, she never or- went to bed. Right. Yeah. That's why she was so delusional. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was losing her mind because she's like, I need sleep. I wonder if John tied one on at Fleet White's house and they got into it when they got home. Who amongst us hasn't had a drunk fight after a Christmas party? Well, Ace hasn't. Ace hasn't. (laughs) He has had a drunk fight at a Christmas party. He just wasn't drunk. Yeah, I just wasn't drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Also, then the fact that she, after being asked about wearing the same outfit she was wearing Christmas morning, Mm -hmm. she then was interviewed in the exact same outfit Yep. to make it to look show twice case, in a like, row like yeah. oh i she always wear my the same clothes and here's the okay. crazy part that like a lot of people don't know this part of the case is a grand jury ruled to indict, indict them, them. Mm-hmm. and boulder police said or whoever it was was like actually we're not going to do that 
And so everyone thought off on it. Yeah. The DA, the everyone thought the grand jury said like, Oh no, there's not enough here. That's why they didn't go anywhere. The grand jury Mm -hmm. said, no, we have enough. Let's move this forward. And the Mm -hmm. DA said, nah, it's good. So everyone's always assumed they've had like a hand in someone's paid off the police or something. Something. So do we know if they were going to indict? Do we know who they were going to indict if they were going to? I think both, both of, of them. I, I think both of them. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, actually, never mind. We're not going to. Here I have it. Uh, the governor of Colorado calls in special prosecuting team, put together a grand jury. They believe the Ramseys are responsible in September 1988. They are indicted for child abuse charges. There's no defense in a grand jury. So, like, they couldn't hear the defense mm-hmm. for that. And... um State prosecutors call John Bonet's pediatrician. John Bonet's pediatrician was the only one who said that she wasn't abused. But to be fair, he did not examine the body post mortem, right? And he, he was said never he just didn't looking see anything for, ahead of time. for abuse, yeah. right? And yeah. so the local DA Alex Hunter steps in and refuses to sign the indictment. Also, at one point, the new DA, she was a woman, I forget her name, and she wrote a letter to like exonerate the the Ramseys in like 2008 and apologize to them. And every law enforcement person was like, no, we didn't sign off on that. Like they are still under suspicion. That is not a legal binding exoneration. We don't know what she was doing. Like she went rogue. That's crazy. (laughs) And she was paid. Here's another little tidbit that a lot of people don't know. And this is super fucked up of me to even say, but I mean, what's, (laughs) what's stopping me? yeah, I was going to say, you said many a fucked so up thing, my friend. John Ramsey was married before Patsy, and he had other right. children. His, mm-hmm. I think it was his oldest daughter, had also died several years in before in a car mm-hmm. accident. And yeah. I've always had a theory about that car accident and what actually happened. And was it possible that she was... I would like to, what I would like to know is more about that woman's, um, his daughter's mentality. Was she Mm, her mental state? Yes. Because is it possible that she was also a victim? I mean, obviously people die in car accidents all the time who are not losing their mind and stuff like that. But is it Mm -hmm. possible that, you know, we've never really heard about her personality. It was very like swept by the wayside and in my head the theory that i've made up allegedly is that you know she was a little crazy she was driving in her car maybe she was drunk or something and yeah that's how she died hmm. again it's all very fucked up that i'm reaching well, so hard but it's, to, like, no it's funny it's funny you bring the up accident was it's funny you bring up his kids because this is how morbid i am i immediately was like wait a minute he has these other kids one of them is a son an older son where was he when all this was going on? Because they were Atlanta. supposed to meet up with them. And I was like, where? And then I found out they were cleared because they were yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Could he have snuck in the house and did this? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I hate why them. don't we get eyes on them to know about their, like, what do they have to say about their childhood? Oh, anything. yeah. And also, and- <laughs> in what world does your child get fucking murdered and you're immediately like, call the pilot, we're getting out of here. Like, no. Yeah, and he's like, I have a meeting. I have to go to a yeah. meeting in Atlanta. And so I watched this interview from 1999. I want to say it's Linda. Is her name Linda Arndt? She was like yeah. the yeah. first detective on the scene. Yep. You guys saw it, I'm sure. Yeah. She was like, I. she she basically said, I'm going to, you know, just I'm interpreting her her words. <laughs> Allegedly. She basically said, like, 
when I was given that doll CPR, I was looking at a stone cold killer. Like that's what oh, she said. And yeah. she said that when she told John Ramsey to go call the police because they had the, the dead baby doll. Um, <laughs> she's like, I clocked and made sure I had 18 bullets in my, in my vest because mm-hmm. I didn't know if we were going to make it out of here alive. So she felt like she yeah. was in immediate danger in that house with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, she said a number of times the killer was in that. She was in the room with the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't this, believe any of it was premeditated. I don't believe that they were like, I don't on either. Christmas night, we're yeah, gonna no. kill. I it think was a it complete was, no. accident, but then they all were like, we all have to cover it well, up. Well, I don't know if you'd call it an accident, well, but it was. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. Oh, I think something. it was an accident. I think it was an yeah. accident. Well, when I hear accident, I mean like, oh, I was carrying her and I tripped down the stairs and I think they bashed her head in out of a fit of rage or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was definitely a fit of rage. I don't think they meant to kill her. So that would be what manslaughter. But the the cover up is the crime, as always. The cover up is the crime. The lie is the problem. I mean, not I mean, murdering your child's also a problem, but lying about Mm -hmm. it on top of it makes it more of a problem. So your theory is, is that both Patsy and John did did this together, essentially. Is yes. that that's if we had to say, theory, if yeah. we had to say who killed her, Patsy, Patsy killed, her. killed her, but John did all of the cover up. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's always so been my theory. theory. My theory is that John is the killer, <gasps> and Patsy was reacting to that. What? I think that. I think that <laughs> my my theory is similar to yours, guys. In that I do think the sexual assault was revealed in some way that night. And that it was kind of like, I think he used John Bonet as a weapon against Patsy. Like, oh, you think that's fucking bad? Bam! Smacked her with the mag flashlight, which would have left an eight and a half inch scar or trauma. Oh. Right. And then Patsy went hysterical and then they covered it up together. So what's Burke doing this whole time? Burke? Is he okay. just hiding in his room? Burke is on the 911 call. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. believe that Burke is on the 911 call? I absolutely yeah. believe that he's on the 911 call. Yeah, I um, do too. They sent him back to his room after he, I feel like he came down was like, what happened? Was on the 911 call and they were like, you didn't see anything. Go back upstairs. Did you watch the Dr. Phil with Burke on it? Oh my God. Oh my God. I, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burke is a strange kid. But, but everyone he's says he's a strange kid because he's a killer. I'm like, no, he's a strange kid because he, he has been so that fucked up by this family and yeah, he knows. I, your sister's murdered in your house, regardless who does it. That's going to fuck you right. up. Yeah. And I think I that was he, convinced he had done it, but I don't think so anymore. No, I've no. never mm-hmm. in my life believed that he did it because I think, too, as parents, there would be a way to kind of especially for them. Like they are fucking rich white people. There's a way that they could explain away what happened to cover up for Burke. Like these people were committed to covering it up to save their own asses. Yeah. If Burke had like accidentally hit her over the head with the flashlight or whatever, like why wouldn't you just bring her to the hospital and say like it was an accident. Feel like they were fighting and there was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. I really believe, I really believe that there was some, element of mutually assured destruction i think that john ramsey might have said to patsy like if you go forward with this we're gonna lose burke or they're not gonna believe that you didn't know what was going on you're gonna go to jail for the rest of your life as well because i was thinking like why wouldn't patsy have told on john but i think it was just the dynamic between them she doesn't strike me as the brightest bulb 
Mm-mm. No, but also their reputation. Like, I feel like they, yeah. like, sh- how sh- how could she go on being like, yeah, I was with a murderer. John killed our kid. Like, I feel like she was like, it is better to cover everything I think up. that Patsy knew about the... They're masters of the... sweeping things under the rug. Yes, and I think Patsy knew about the sexual assault well before this happened. And because she I do she too, was... but I think that night it came to a head in some way. Either she caught it happening or something. That okay. night it came to a head, is my theory. Did they so ever think test she know, her? For- knew or did she think they s- suspected? Do you think she knew for sure or do you think she suspected something was happening? I don't think mm-hmm. she had ever witnessed it before, but I think okay. that she knew and she just turned like very like, you know, how like people back in the day were like, oh, you just look the other way and pretend that it's not happening no. because she's still my little Barbie doll that I can dress up and do pageants with and whatever. The- and I'm also curious too, did they ever do a blood alcohol? No, they didn't. Of course they didn't. But like, mm-hmm. I would be curious to know, like, where was their like blood alcohol level at? Because is it possible that like the reason everything came to a head was because they were drunk and that is why mm-hmm. Patsy finally lost her inhibition. Like she, she wasn't able to like hold it all in anymore. Cause she was like, I know you've been doing that. And I'm going <laughs> yeah. to tell everybody about yeah, it. I mean, you know? I can clearly relate to having a a drunk fight after, you know, some kind of party or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Granted, I would be in my 20s doing that, not in my 40s, late 40s, but whatever. I mean, everybody, you know, whatever. Maybe Fleet White just got them a little trashed and they had too much fun at Fleet White's and they ended up, you know. Crab. Um, So much crab crab. Did any of you guys watch that great photo, Lovely Life? documentary we didn't finish it no not yet okay yeah i finished it this Mm -hmm. weekend it's kind of like that like everyone knew what this guy was doing and they were like Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm -hmm. oh like that documentary about the the guy who was molesting the daughter and the parents just kept like inviting him into the house. What was that oh, documentary? Abducted in plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. Yes. Yes. And they were like letting him have a sleepover. Yeah. 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 And right. the parents yeah. were both yeah. sleeping with him too. Yeah. 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 Well, so, Caitlin, why the did... dad was just relieving yeah, himself. That with was him. a wild story. <laughs> they were just jerking each other off. It was yeah. so fine. let me let me different. poke a little let me poke a little at your theory, Ace and Caitlin. Okay. Okay. If if Patsy and John weren't on it together, and the reason that they didn't come forward was because of the mutually assured destruction, when Patsy died, why didn't he just throw her under the bus? Oh, because again, he's, their he's, reputation. Well, like, no, more than the reputation. At this point, like he was aiding and embedding a killer. Like yeah. I think he would face okay. absolute legal repercussions. And like, and he all still the- helped. Like no matter what, he helped do all that. Patsy didn't. I know? think it would poke so many holes in his story and they'd be like hold on a second you're telling mm-hmm. us that your wife killed her wrote this letter brought her to the basement tied her up mm-hmm. did all this stuff you know like <laughs> all by no, herself yeah. and you just were helpless all like, of america would turn on him and be like yeah, no he'd still be in some sort of trouble i don't think they'd let him get he, off with it. he absolutely 100 dictated that letter to patsy patsy wrote it but he dictated it to her yes yeah because like the hundred there's just 000. enough like business um jargon in it you know what i mean to be like let's make it look like it's this group of like chinese businessmen i'm working with or something (laughs) crazy you know what i mean like right out of an 80s movie i don't know I also, think, she was the only one who her handwriting did like match the letter. Well, like, it they didn't. It that. couldn't not be. Yeah, taken. It right. was like couldn't say it was not her. Do it. Yeah, 
And the 118,000, I think was like a Freudian slip. I think it was just like, Mm -hmm. uh, ask for 118,000 because it was like in his head of like, this is what my bonus just, but I don't think he intended for it to match. Oh, see, I think he did. I think he did because he was like, we can make this look like these are people who want to hurt me from my work. Oh, yeah, and I they think he would did know purpose. that that like, was the only thing. people at my work would know this. Like, okay. yes, okay. yes, yeah. And there was published in the paper recently that his company had just hit like a billion dollar in revenue or something, and he was nervous about that being in the paper. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I do remember that. Listen so to me: in 1996, like... $118,000 bonus—that was, that a, was lot a lot of fucking money. Of fucking money. That was a my lot first of that year. Money. I was making twenty three thousand dollars a year. I was making twenty one thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I wasn't making anything because I was. <laughs> you were six. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. So, so Caitlin, let me ask you, like, without you know, without saying for for certain what this person said mm-hmm. or revealing their identity, the person that you know who who was part of this, do yeah. they agree with your theory? Yes, they think it was Patsy. Oh, the, okay. From what we've heard. I mean, you know, it's like yeah. someone yeah. she knew in college, whatever. But it's, mm-hmm. yeah, they think, they said, around town, it's Patsy. She's the killer. Hmm. John helped cover it up, and they couldn't do anything about it. Wow. Could yeah. you, it had to have been somebody in that house. It had to. No. I just don't see how anybody I, broke into that house. Like, that's not a credible story to me. My mother no. thinks it was an intruder. Just, well, let me let me wrong. just poke a hole in all of this. Let me poke a hole in this condom because we were watching uh, a documentary about this years ago, like over five years ago. And I had had myself uh, a little hit of a weed pen. And so I was mm-hmm. high watching it. And I just said, while I'm watching this, I just said, Jean Benet, in my head, I said this. Can you please just tell me who did this? <laughs> and she said to me, Michael, as we're watching this documentary, I shit you not. She says to me, Michael, two Michael. minutes later on the documentary, they say, and we have another theory, Michael. And I was like, oh, my God. and now you're saying michael and there was this whole theory about this guy who was who had ended up it was two guys right it was two guys but one of the guys ended up like murdered um and or Mm. they thought he killed himself and there were things in his like trailer that kind of Mm -hmm. matched certain he had a boot that matched the boot print yes and i was just like fuck yes as much as I've always believed it's Patsy, I I will say that now when I was Michael. high, one time Jean Benet did tell me that it was Michael. Have you oh. ever, have you guys ever used a Ouija board to try to talk to Jean Benet? No, no, I'm too scared. I'm too scared of a Ouija. That's board. some Gen X shit, Amanda. We okay. would do that. Yeah, we would totally um, do that. you guys don't let, let, let us t- know what it says. Okay, let me tell we'll you, it. I also have my own weed related story to this. Okay. Okay. A couple years ago, I was in Portland. And I was there for work and we went to a dispensary. They had just legalized weed and I got some gummies and I had never done, no, it was a chocolate bar, never done edibles before in that form. So I take one bite and then two and then three okay. and oh, I'm like, no. still nothing's happening. Let me take four. Oh, classic mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so high. Then I ended up having a panic attack and 
the roommate that I was with, she's like, look at just put the TV on and like hyper focus on something that'll pull you out of this. So I no, put it, on, it, doesn't, it's Burke it does on not. Dr. Phil. It's Burke <laughs> on Dr. Phil. <laughs> so I, I, I hyper focused and I always tell everybody like that was the day I solved the John Benet Ramsey case because I truly believed for years that it was Burke. Now I don't no. anymore. Now Why did you think it was Burke? Just because I don't of your know. high he experience? He was just fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> in my in my world, if you're weird, you're a murderer. <laughs> so truly is a murderer, Aine? No. How dare you? How okay. dare you? Okay. <laughs> no, but I do. I did think it was him, and that was a prevailing theory for quite some time. But now so I don't think it was him because- yeah, I don't think it's him though because you guys are right. Like the the no. oddities that he exhibits are consistent with abused children. So yeah, yeah. And I just, just don't the trauma think that of your sister being murdered in your house. Like yeah, yeah. and that like you kind you of knew what happened. Like I don't feel like he saw like exactly what happened, but I feel like he probably was starting to put pieces together. And when they're like, go back to bed, and like what? No, I feel like I disagree. You think, I think he was awake for the whole thing? No, I think that he has blacked all of it out. And he oh, does. He can't recall what happened that night. Like he's like, I don't. I think I was asleep because I don't. Like I think it was so fucking traumatic. Yeah. All of this happening. Be. He doesn't probably even remember like Christmas Day. He doesn't remember that day. Like the next day. Like I, if I bet you anything, like he cannot recall anything, anything about this time in his life. So Maybe. I think it's it's not even that or he's Patsy lying. Gave him a little whack of amnesia. <laughs> I, I don't think that he's even lying. I think that he truly is just like fucking so scarred by it that he has blacked all of it out. And he's like, I must have just been asleep. I don't know. I think you're right. No. I think you're absolutely right. Also, one of my mom's sticking points is she's like, you know, Patsy was so hysterical and you can't act like like that. It was too much to be an act. And my it thing is. No matter what went down in that house, like even if she knew and was complicit in it, that was shocking for her. So I believe that that hysteria was a hundred percent real, and it yeah. was just coming from like the the events that happened. You, you know, don't what feel I mean? like I she ginned it up she... a bit. Mm -mm. Okay. <laughs> I also believe she probably was like, holy shit. Like, she didn't mean to do it. Yeah. I don't believe she yeah, meant no, to kill her. So that's, either yeah, way, that's you my, your Like, child. she's still yeah. traumatized from what yeah. happened. Because I don't think it was... Yeah, I don't think it was premeditated. I think it was a total accident. Okay, yeah. so did we solve this? Is it solved? Well, I, I think that the reason she was acting so hysterical was because like that was the reaction like you said of what happened because i think a lot of times and obviously everyone always is like well we'll never know how we'll react in a situation like this sure, i think a lot sure. of times a parent in this situation though would not be to the hysterics yet because their fight or flight mode would come in and they would just be like we gotta feel like you would almost i think the thing you would normally say is like i think it's weird how the mom just seems like so cut um, off from her emotions because mm -hmm, those emotions mm -hmm. wouldn't come until after you knew she was dead once you know yeah. she's dead, mm -hmm. then it's like it all hits you and you're like, oh, my God. But in this moment, I, and I, obviously that's me trying to act like I'm a psychologist and I know what all what I'm saying. But I think she was reacting like this because she knew her daughter was already dead. I agree. And that Linda aren't woman or whatever. She said, yeah. like, the, the caller was the kidnappers were supposed to call between eight and ten and like. 10 o'clock came and went and no one said a word. Like, if that was me, I'd be like, oh, my God, okay, 10 o'clock's passed. What do we do now? Like, Right, you know I'd be looking I mean? at my watch for every yeah. minute of, like, oh, my yeah. God, when are they calling? Let's move just... the fucking cars out of the front of the house. Like, yeah, let's something. not have everybody and their mom come over and, like, 
the ki- the kidnappers are going to be watching you if they really are like saying they're going to don't call the police. We're going to watch you. We're going to behead her. Like that's the they part knew that's she like, was downstairs. If you the whole didn't, time. if you thought she was that's, really kidnapped, you would have been way more discreet and you would have been way more scared about all that. That's what I can't get past. Like it's like Ackman's razor. Like they acted like they didn't think she was kidnapped. Period. Yeah. End of story. They knew yeah. she wasn't kidnapped. They knew she was dead. Very simple. And they knew right yeah. where she was. Yeah, because I think you'd be saying to the cops, like, what more can we do? Like, you need to do something. They were just kind of like, let's wait for a phone call. Who doesn't say? What I found also weird is... It says, don't call the police, so I'm scared. Please don't come here. Like, like, can we just talk over the phone? Or, like, are they going to tap our phone lines? Like, there's so many Yeah, I would have went to the neighbor's house and called the police and been like, here's what's going on. Left, get on your private plane and call the police from somewhere else. I say all this, but I am really bad in a situation, so I probably would have gone into hysterics. I'm like, ah, call me now! Don't you think you would at least say... It says don't call the police. Like, can you not come in your police car? Can I meet you somewhere? I don't know. I'm just like, they literally came with like sirens on and like multiple police cars. And then other people came over. If you're really scared, you don't do that. that, Like, was it John that said to the cops, like, are you going to close the airport? Like, uh, yeah, he (laughs) wanted to get to Atlanta. So weird. No. Well, no, we said, are you going to. Are you going to close the airport? Make sure the kidnapper doesn't disappear with my kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to say one more thing about this documentary or not. The, oh, <laughs> sure. yes, yes, yes. If it's like the lifetime movie, a lifetime movie. I, mm-hmm. this is a really important thing that I need to get out because it is very, okay. very upsetting. And if I was this man, if I was <laughs> Jeff Shapiro, <laughs> the investigative journalist, and I turned oh, God. on, perfect town perfect murder and i saw that this man sean whalen was playing me i would have lost my shit and i would have absolutely burned the fucking building down because that man looked more like john mark carr the guy who was supposedly transitioning and said he killed jean benet like also how crazy do you have to be to come forward and say you did a crime that you didn't do I, I'm I sorry. Know. Imagine being I like Michael Jambonet, and they were like, "We don't believe you." I am Jeff Shapiro, <laughs> and I'm fucking done. Like, no, I'm sorry. That's yeah. not okay with me. The fact that you guys did this to me is beyond, and I will sue everybody because that man was so incredibly <laughs> ugly. <laughs> also, the interesting fact was so horrifyingly bad. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. Every actor, and there's like we said, real actors in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. John Ernest. Is- yeah. <laughs> Interesting Christ. fact: the whole movie is shot in um, Utah, and the soundstage that they mm-hmm. used was the the soundstage that was used for the uh, Donnie and Marie show, the Osmonds or whatever their names. Are. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And I had a Donnie and Marie record box when I was. Of course you did. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. So like so much. most like 98% of the shots all come from Utah. And I was at one point, I was like, wait a second. Did they actually film the outside of the actual house? Cause that's what it looks like. And what they did yeah. is they had built a, st- a set outside with like an exact replica of the house front to, to film okay. that. And that's why, because I did think though, they the, put work into this. Great, oh, they put great I mean, three they hours. But I, they um, put no work into the script. They had a high school creative writing class write that fucking screenplay. 
What I found so interesting is when I watched it back as someone who's been to the house multiple times, I thought the street seems really wide in the movie because the streets are not that wide mm. where this house is. And that's because it wasn't right. where the actual house was. Yeah, because mm. it's on like a, a pretty main street, right? Or no? Um, or just no, like a residential I mean, street. I guess not. No. It's like a yeah. residential street. But the other thing, too, is when the Ramseys sold the house, they sold it to a group of investors for like $600,000. Did they sell it to a foreign faction? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our house. We'll give it to you for $118,000 off. Yeah. <laughs> we owe you that. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> oh man. We're okay, going so, to hell. so Amanda, did we get your definite theory? So I think John, these guys think John and Patsy. Who who are you thinking? Prior to this conversation, I was leaning towards Patsy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can totally see the mutual assured destruction theory that they mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. they both did it, they both know what happened. Yes. So they had yes. to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, none of us believe it was an okay. outside person other than Amy's mother. No. Yeah, my mother, mom, who I'm going to force to listen to this. <laughs> and then hopefully she'll come away with a different point of view. <laughs> Although she's not she's not on my Patreon. I don't want her there. No. <laughs> good reason. There's good reason. Keep her away. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's talk about real quick in, in our wrapping up moments. I know you guys have to get going. But who, what, and what is happening to Cody? Who, what, and why? Why is Cody, I'm calling him Cody with a C, and my theory is that he's a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica who's been replaced. But what are you guys thinking? PR firm, redemption arc, what's up? I think Cody and I are maybe on similar journeys, and he got on fucking Zoloft (laughs) Wellbutrin. Like, I don't (laughs) know if he's medicated now or what, but I just... I don't know. And it's hard because I feel like he has the little, like the little scuff on his face like the little scratches and that's like what he had in mm-hmm. some of the other episodes where he wasn't as nice so i'm like i don't, don't you think your medication be working in both well maybe it's a long-term scar maybe, maybe this is a forever scar he has on his face <laughs> maybe i definitely think he hired a PR areola I think he's like i need scratched to at like, his face <laughs> change my image i need to have a comeback to her <laughs> he saw how good mary was doing and he asked her for her pr team <laughs> he's like people are chasing me around town screaming that i suck and i'm an asshole and i need to do something because robin and i can't even go to ponderosa anymore can i ask you guys though what was your thoughts on david's daughter katie with an eye uh and and revealing that when she found out christine was single she freaked out and was like oh my god my dad needs to date her i thought it was real weird real weird yeah, we got, yeah, a, we got a stage five clinger here. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't I don't know. feel good. I, about I it. felt like was she just sitting home watching the show and was like, "This girl, like, who sits there and thinks Cody's really mistreating this girl? My dad could give her some good loving." <laughs> like, who thinks like that? <laughs> who thinks like your dad's gonna date someone from TV? Like, I would never watch it being like, "Yeah, my dad's got a chance with her if she leaves." Like, that's so weird. And when we it's found so out that weird. she was leaving and she was single, she was still in flagstaff like she yeah. hadn't moved to utah yet i know mm. i don't know it's fucking weird it is no, really I, weird and i feel like it's she weird. i do think christine found him organically though i think she did find him swipey swipey but it's weird but it's, do you think he got well, on the she app said she, had a matchmaker. she said she had a matchmaker but they've also done ads for some app called the stir which as mm, someone who's done that? a hell of a lot of mm. online dating it's it supposed up. to be for like People who are parents, this is not an app I've ever wound up on. I've wound up on some weird apps. 
not this one. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> the um, stir is where solo parents can meet online, chat, and rediscover the fun in dating. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is okay, not but here's it. Okay. To. Listen okay. to this theory. Is it possible that Katie with an I had a matchmaker friend and she was like you need to reach out offer christine your services get her on this app and then mm. my dad's i'm gonna get my mm. dad to join stir as well and she set it all up like she seems like she's unhinged i don't think they met from the matchmaker. <laughs> oh you don't no, no i think the matchmaker had different dates planned for her that's kind of how she made it sound she's like she went on other dates and she met him on her own on this app oh. and i feel like he signed up for this app solely to meet christine <gasps> But he said he was well, about to turn his talk. profile off. I know, but then he acted like he just made it when Katie with an I was talking about Christine being single. There's something fishy let's going something's on Something's fishy, and I, I like let's David. Let's talk Lee, about like, his... Weird. His sisters are polygamists. Yes. So he's in the community, so I wonder yes. if he knew, if they knew each other that way. And Did he you knew, see his Oh my one... God, what if he knew she was the polygamy royalty? Yeah. Maybe. Next thing we know, they're court, they're going to be on Seeking Sister Wife. He's like, no, I never wanted this, but here we go. <laughs> Did you notice that at the wedding, one of David's sisters was there, and she looked exactly like Idna Mode from The Incredibles? She was in like an all black yeah. outfit. She had this black bob, just like this, and I was oh, like, I need to see it. Exactly I need to see it. like Edna Mode. What's well, an unfortunate <laughs> pairing? See- did you see Christine's sister? What was her name, Amanda? That looked Bethany. just like a Bethany that looked just like big a truly, truly grown up. Big truly. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> big truly. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent big truly. And she had the wolf shirt and the wolf yeah. was in outer space. And I looked yeah. it up and it's 688 at Walmart. Oh, <laughs> I got to get one. Yeah, Amy is trying to assemble a list of all of the products that we can buy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know truly t-shirts things like that you have an amazon mm-hmm. storefront yeah, or truly items yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i just relate to truly so hard because i was truly like i was always trying to dye my hair and write poetry and get people to notice me like it was all i was just a desperate cry for attention as a child and i think that's why i relate to her so much yeah it's You're a youngest truly, sip, it's a youngest sip thing it's it is what it is mm-hmm ace where are you in the birth order of your family last you're the baby so am i so i'm Mm -hmm. last and i have five older sisters and i'm the only boy and so Mm -hmm. my dad was like ready to have himself a fucking nfl (laughs) nba mlb (laughs) star and sure sure I came out sassier than any of the other girls in the family. He was like, fuck, what happened here? So my, my parents gave up on me pretty early. They were like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raise yourself. This Raise work. yourself, buddy. We're done. Yeah. We're tired. You know, my we've parents, got It's crazy because do. there's six of us. My parents... My parents were done having six kids when my dad was 33, which is how old I am now. But my parents come across as kind of like older parents to me, even though they're still Mm -hmm. very young. Because like they were done parenting kids a long time Mm -hmm. ago. They were like, yeah, no. Like the first time that I was left home alone for three weeks by myself when I was 14 and my parents went to Australia. Oh my God. (laughs) And they were just like, there's money. You've got rides. Like you're good to go order pizza. There's bagel bites in the freezer. I think it was only two weeks. Give him a, give him a break. Okay. Two weeks. (laughs) And I, he was over two weeks, but 
teach their own. I like I would I would go to school, I would come home, I would watch TV, I would go to gym, I would do all this stuff. And like I didn't do anything bad. I never had people over. You I had a, you had a Gen X experience there. You were brought up like a Gen Xer. That's exactly. some Gen X shit right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Except when my parents left us alone, my older sister was always trying to like smuggle boys in, doing drugs, lighting the house on fire. Like it was always real wild when my <laughs> sister was left home alone. It was like, Ace, did like, no, anyone check in on you over those, four, me... those two weeks? What? Did anyone check in with you? Oh. Um, During that time? Not that I really remember. Like, I'm sure someone maybe called <laughs> They're or like, something. Don't miss the bus to school. <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't miss the bus to school. I, oh, I was completely, and I couldn't even drive. So it was like I just had to depend. Like people came and they brought me for carpool and they dropped me off and stuff like that. But like it was one of the happiest times <laughs> in my life at that point. <laughs> was just like alone, I got to live my best life. But like fridge was stocked. <laughs> fridge was stocked. I got to watch all my shows and I lived like a fucking slob. Um. And I was just so over the moon and I didn't care whatsoever. Were you watching soap operas during the day or no? No, I was watching um, probably like the Ashley Simpson show. Um, mm-hmm. Reality TV mm-hmm. still at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as, as okay. would your sisters come and go? Probably have a couple that would have come and go when you were 14. I think that my one sister, my one sister was still living at home, but I think that she went to like her boyfriend's house the entire time. <laughs> she was just like, I, was, I, was like, that. Like, I didn't care. Like, I was just happy to be left alone. No, right. My, my parents left us alone for like two nights and my sister literally almost burned the house down. She snuck her boyfriend over. She was making him toast in the morning and she never shot off the toaster. Yeah. And my uncle who Look was it. a carpenter was stopping toaster. by to get like, <laughs> Yeah, he was stopping, right. He was stopping by to get a tool or something he had left at the house and he said he touched the doorknob and it was scalding hot. And he opened the front door and all this black smoke came out. She almost burned the house down. Oh my God. <laughs> Were you home, Amy? I wasn't home. I, oh, was, okay. I was like at school. I don't okay. know. Yeah. She was being responsible. <laughs> no, I never did anything bad. Yeah, okay. No, like for real, like you were, my parents never- Ace, you like, were solving murders. You yeah, were solving like, murders. You were solving. You were investigating. Well, I will say this: I yeah, loved like shows. talking to adults in like chat rooms at like age twelve. You know, like I was doing the weirdest things. I was just basically trying to do my own to catch a predator. You know, right. <laughs> setting up your own kitchen with a cam, and Chris Hansen comes walking in occasionally. It's fine. I want. Whenever like, Chris Hansen walks in a room, people just start like pissing nervous. <laughs> yeah, I would get like like nude photos from people that would take like forever to like digitalize. Like they would just like <laughs> loading, loading, loading. Like six hours later, I'm like, oh, I can see a tit. <laughs> <laughs> Much you know like what? when Joe Cantori shows up places, mm. if Chris Hansen shows up places, things are going bad. You know what I would do if I were Chris Hansen? I would walk around with a fake camera guy and I would just like go over people's houses and just walk into their kitchen and catch their reactions. <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It'd be the best episode of Pranked ever. It's just mm-hmm. Chris Hansen mm-hmm. going into people's houses. That's a great idea. That, that is, is a good idea. Kill. That's a, that's how we bring punked back. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, so. I think we've, I think we've solved it. We've solved the case. Well, we yes. didn't really come to a consensus. No, we, we come to a no, consensus. No, we did. Our consensus is 
the parents. John and Patsy are are culpable. 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 Patsy. She. They're not amiable. They are only culpable. They're all there. Well, Patsy's not anything anymore because she dead now. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she dead now. does she get an R.I.P. Amanda? No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> the Unabomber does. Patsy Ramsey, no. That's her no, karma. No. <laughs> That's her karma. That's what you get for murdering your kid. What do you want from me? Can you imagine? Yeah. Let's just say that we're all wrong. And this poor woman <laughs> battled cancer twice in her life. This man <laughs> lost his daughter. Killed her kid. He lost his wife. And we're all just like, mm-hmm. fuck you, Patsy. I'm glad. That <laughs> and we're just like, fuck you. Dumb. Honestly, that's how strongly I believe she did it, that I don't feel bad. I know, but imagine we're all wrong and we've all just like, sh- I have shat on Patsy since I was six years old. That would be a terrible life to live if you... If everyone and it's just you like this it, poor family was just like struggling through life and like they're they have this loss <laughs> and we're not even allowing them to grieve and then patty, patty i, I think they did okay like, she deserved it and john's like i miss my wife and we're like you put her in our grave <laughs> oh wait and how about john <laughs> so and Holloway's mom? yes yes wait, wait what did you know that yeah he dated John, natalie john ramsey and mom. natalie holloway's mom had like crossed paths through like having missing children yeah. right and right. they yeah. fucked for a while they've yeah. broken they, up since but they, they did for like kind of a while i feel like yeah they yeah. caught they caught her killer right they caught yeah, her just re- yes, well they always knew it was him but they finally yeah. arrested him yes yeah. and what about um let's talk about another little girl's madeline mccain is has there been justice for that yet no 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 that's no. another one that's always no. like oh they think they caught the killer and then it's not like i don't believe thing. the parents did that though i don't think so oh i don't think so either i don't think so either but you know but what I do I... think you I mean, you guys know this, too. Like, you don't leave your kid unattended in a hotel room. I don't care how no. safe you think it is. Yeah. I that do was think just they were in the fucking wrong wild. Listen, had it been the 80s? Yeah, for sure. Like, who gives a fuck? You know, those kids are going to be smoking <laughs> oh, yeah. when you get back, whatever. But like, no, not not in the 2000s. Today. My no, no. maybe. Sorry. I was just going to say, maybe we'll take that case on next. But go ahead. One of my other favorite cases, and you mentioned it earlier. Well, I have two. Uh, Elizabeth Smart. That one just gets mm-hmm. me. Like I'm so terrified of someone breaking in. Wild. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um, uh, J.C. Dugard. Have you? If you've never read J.C. Dugard's book, A you Soul in need Life. to read it. It is one of the. Best. She was the one that lived in the basement, right? With the guy, oh, she no. lived in, in the house for like twenty. She was kidnapped. For she like had 20 two years. kids, two kids with him. Oh, I know yeah. that story. She worked yeah. for his company, yeah. like they had some sort of like, like she printing would, company. She would meet people, but she like had a different name, and like she just fully believed that she couldn't leave. And what's so fucking crazy is, she was leaving her house, walking to the bus stop. People and I and we went and because we've been to Lake Tahoe, we went and we mapped it all out. We could see where the bus stop, where the kids were waiting for the bus stop, where her house was. Mm-hmm. In between her house and the bus stop, people witnessed this happen. A car pulled over, they stunned her, they threw her in the car, and they drove off with her. And then she was missing for twenty years. It is That's the like the Stephen Stainer case. Yeah, Stephen Stainer is the one I was just thinking about. Yes, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. And then she finally. Okay. Got well, out. I mean, there's, there's plenty of murders for us to investigate. So yeah, yeah. I think we we'll have this. to do this again and pick a different one. For sure. Yeah, I think we do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.